Hi everybody, it's Raina G. Uh, just as a kind of quick podcast today, we've had um, a whole lot to do in the last several days and weeks since uh, um, we're leading up to the midterm elections and thinking about what's going to happen by November. Um, the last podcast I did told you what you could do. If you haven't heard that one yet, you always click on my picture during these podcasts and you'll get the whole podcast page or go to podomatic.com or go to earthwalk-usa.com and you can scroll down or go on the Facebook page and you can scroll down and pick whatever podcasts you want to hear. You can download all of them. They're, they're free. Um, but today I, I want to share with people John Voigt's letter. If you don't know who John Voigt is, if you remember back in the 60s, I guess, um, sometime in the 60s, I think he was in Midnight Cowboy, and that catapulted him to fame, and he, he does play, he's an actor, and he does play a lot of important roles um, still, although I think he is now being basically blacklisted by the socialists and communists in Hollywood who would like to change our country. Before I get to his letter, um, I listen to talk radio on all stations. I've listened listened to um, right and left. And I've heard the left saying what's wrong with socialism. They want socialism. They don't even know what socialism is, but they want it. They want socialism, and that's the last step to communism, and they think that's more fair to everyone, that everyone will be poor together. Um, and I actually heard a woman tell one of the talk show hosts on the right-wing side to, she said, well, if you don't like what Obama's doing, why don't you leave this country? Well, it's the other way around. If you don't like what our country is and was, why don't you leave the country? Well, they got it backwards. We're not here to change the country into communism. That's not why all the immigrants come here. That's not why our parents and grandparents came here. Um, <laughs> they've got it all backwards, and until they get that right, we're going to have division in this country like we haven't seen since I don't know when, probably since the revolution, 1773. You know, a lot of people then said, we don't want to be taxed by King George III. We don't want to have all this taxation without representation. We want to see what it's like to have a free country based on life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And a lot of people wouldn't listen. They're like the left today. They wouldn't listen. It's like, no, no, we want to be under the king. We want to get taken care of. We want to, We don't care about taxes, except everybody was suffering under that tyranny. And, uh, and our revolutionary forefathers said, you know what? More people are suffering under the tyranny than you realize, so, so we have to move ahead with this. And, and they did. And they founded a free country, which the whole world has looked to and up to for tens of tens of years and um, and saw this as the beacon of freedom, this country of, of oh, sometimes decadence, sometimes too much freedom, sometimes um, too much of everything. But people still send their kids here to see what living in America is like, to see what freedom feels like. They send their people here they won't anymore. They might as well send them to Cuba, or Venezuela, or China, or Russia. We just had a plane crash, um, and our hearts go out to the families and, and the people of Poland. You know, that plane was on its way to Russia to commemorate a, a memorial for the thousands who were killed by Russians several years ago. And 
um, and crashed because the pilot wouldn't listen to the tower. Now, I'm not a, cons- a conspiratorial person. I'm, I'm not a, I don't believe in everything that happens is a conspiracy theory. But it's real interesting to me that Putin is now in charge of the investigation to see what really happened when Putin hated this man and um, and doesn't like Poland. And Russia has a problem with Poland. So the fact that that this pilot would not listen to several orders by the tower to not land because of the fog and did it anyway kind of bothers me um and and we need to be vigilant about these things because the propaganda machine will spin them into something different they'll spin them into stories that we'll feel bad about and we'll feel sorry for and we'll have all our compassion because we're a good Christian nation or at least a Judeo-Christian nation who believes in God. And because of that, we become more passive than those who don't believe in God. And we allow things to sound like the truth when they aren't really. And we are going to be tested. And um, what I tell people on on the social networks is we will be tested, but with God as our sword and the Constitution as our shield, love of country as our passion, we will prevail. And um, with that, I I would like to play you, for many of you who don't get Fox News or cable or television or whatever, but do have iPods, and you're all over the world, so you never know what you get to listen to, um, I will play you. John Voigt's letter to the American people. Let me just say, in one year, the American people are witnessing the greatest lie that is cleverly orchestrated by President Obama and his whole administration. The lie is a potent aggression that feeds the needs of people who either have not educated themselves enough to understand the assault upon us all, or the very poor and needy who live to be taken care of. President Obama feeds these people poison, giving them the idea that they are entitled to take from the wealthier who have lived and worked in a democracy that understands that capitalism is the only truth that keeps a nation healthy and fed. Now the lie goes very deep. And President Obama has been cleverly trained in the Alinsky method. And it would be very important that every American knows what that method is. It is a socialistic Marxist teaching. And with it, little by little, he rapes this nation, taking down our defenses, making new language for the Islamic extremists. The world who looked up to us as a symbol of hope and prosperity, now wonders what will become of the entire world if America is losing its power. The American people who understand exactly what is taking place have come together in the thousands, vowing to try to stay together as a unit of love and freedom for all men and women from all walks of life, shivering to think that this once great nation will be a third world uh, country. This will be the first president to ever weaken the United States of America. President Obama uses his aggression and arrogance for his own agenda against the will of the American people when he should be using his will and aggression against our enemies. Every loving American for peace and truth 
and the security of our nation must come out and join the Tea Parties in their states. The opposition will continue their tactics. They will lie and plant their own bullies amongst us. Everyone must pay close attention to who stands next to them. We can weed out the liars and agitators. Let us all stay in God's light. Let no man put us under. We can and we will prevail. God bless us all. And that's John Foyt. And what he's trying to do is to call out the American people even more. Because we are winning. We are. What we are doing does make a difference. And you have to understand that. Um, we have done a lot of things. You know, we've, we've rallied in different places and, and uh, caused some of these congressmen to decide that maybe they should retire, get out of the whole thing, leave. Um, but what he's talking about is is getting out even more. And and that's not going to be easy for you. You know, we're, we're suffering here. We don't have jobs. We don't have money. So we need to work together more. We need to know that, that if there's something going on 50 miles away, that people may need rides for free. They may need places to stay for free. They may need to, you know, have food and water because they can't, if they're going to pay to get there and drive there, they can't afford to eat. Um, so we need to work together more as a nation. And it, 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 although Obama is weakening this country more than anybody, don't forget how much other people weakened this country too, other presidents. Johnson did it by instituting the welfare state and the Vietnam debacle. Uh, FDR did it. Our country was in a weak position. That's why the Japanese bombed Pearl Harbor, and it was a setup. Okay, and it and but nobody and nobody realized that maybe this president actually caused that war. Another Democrat, by the way. Um, so he's not the first one to weaken our country, but he certainly is weakening it more than anyone else. And if you remember what Oprah said, who now has her own cable network and is going to be on that 24 hours a day with her programming, she said this must this might be the one when she first introduced him. I think this is the one. And since then he has been called the one because for many decades the socialists and communists who just could not stand the idea of a free America have been plotting and scheming, trying to figure out how they could take over the government. And if you remember Nancy Pelosi saying, when she accused the CIA of all these things, and people said, well, where were you during, during you know, the war and blah, blah, blah. And she said, I couldn't concentrate on the war in Iraq because my job was to make sure that we had a, a Democratic Congress. Um, she didn't mean Democratic Congress, by the way. What she meant was a Socialist Congress. And that's what she got, was the um, the Progressive Caucus. Okay? Um, uh, and people need to understand that, too. Because if you don't get it, that there are all these people in Congress who are progressive communists, um, you need to go to... Uh, let me see... Let's go to, hmm, how about um, the website, now you have to write this down, okay, there or the real, 
therealbarackobama.wordpress.com slash 2009 slash 02 slash 22. And you'll get um, uh, Loudon's column. Well, I don't remember his first name. But anyway, you'll get his column about all the people in Congress. And you, need to, you need to make this list out. It's not just Bernie Sanders. He's the only open socialist. But the Congressional Progressive Caucus, the caucus member list, is filled with all these people that you know. Lynn Wolseley, Diane Watson, Sheila Jackson Lee, Dennis Kucinich, Neil Abercrombie, Tammy Baldwin, Madeline Bordalo, Robert Brady, Michael Capuano, Donna Christensen, Yvette Clark, William Lacey Clay, uh, you name a state, John Conyers, of course, Danny Davis, Peter DeFazio, doesn't matter which um, heritage they come from either, Barney Frank, of course, Alan Grayson, who went after, crashed a Republican meeting the other day and went nuts. I mean, they're mentally unstable, most of these people anyway. Jesse Jackson Jr., of course, Hank Johnson, Carolyn Kilpatrick, Barbara Lee, boy, what a mess she is. Um, anyway, they, they, the list goes on and on and on and on. You notice I was only on the L's. I mean, it goes all the way down. Maxine Walter, Waters, of course, Henry Waxman, Robert Wexler, all these people who are trying to write the new laws to make this a socialist, communist state for social justice reasons, they say. Because they want social justice. It's just been too long that people who didn't want to work and um, and felt better getting taken care of by the government don't have as much money as those who worked their butts off and made money. So that's just not fair. And all the students who, who my daughter worked two jobs going through college and made it through with honors. She never took out a student loan. But now we've incorporated student loans in the health care bill so the students can take out all these loans. And if you can't pay them back, it's okay. You can work for the government. You can be part of the army in the government. But it won't be like a real army. You'll just have to go a couple years and do community service. Then you won't have to pay back those loans that somebody else will have to pay back. Or if nobody can pay them back because we're taxing everybody who makes more than now $50,000 a year, up the kazoo with a VAT, a value-added tax, or the additional taxes with the health care bill on top of that, and income tax and state taxes and blah, blah, blah. If there, aren't any, if there isn't anybody to pay back those loans, then we just run out of money, don't we? And what happens? Our country collapses. That's the Cloward-Priven strategy, is to collapse the economy. That's where George Soros is coming from. Oh, while I'm thinking of it, if you um, progressive insurance will come after me for this, but if you have progressive insurance... Don't have it anymore. Listen to the name, first of all, Progressive Insurance, okay? Guess who owns it and is and funds it? George Soros. If you don't know who George Soros is, please look him up. He's tried to destroy many economy and while he's many economies while he makes billions and billions of dollars while doing it. And uh, believe me, he's way, way, way behind this one. He hated George Bush and in nineteen um, or excuse me, in two thousand four when Bush won again. He got so angry, he made sure he set up the right network and the right scheme, the right strategy to make sure that his person, Barack Obama, got elected. I said, oh, he wasn't even, Barack Obama wasn't on the scene until 2007. No, 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 no. No, no, no. This man, many years before, said he wanted to be president. As a matter of fact, there's a Marine, who's a retired Marine now, who saw him as a younger man, and talked to him about Africa, where Barack said, oh yeah, I was born there. And uh, his name was Barry then. And he said, I want to be President of the United States someday. I'm trying to find the right way to do that. 
And the Marine said to him, well, if you're born in Africa, you can't be president. And he said, well, I think there's a way. Now, is there proof of that? No, the poor Marine didn't have a camera that worked, so he went back to his barracks to get the camera, and then, of course, it was too late and never got a picture with this man, who he will swear in a court of law is Barry Satoro or Barack Obama. But anyway, this was all set up. So if you think that, you know, what I hear from the left a lot is, is Bush caused all the collapse of our economy. Bush didn't pay for the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan because Congress wouldn't, not because Bush wouldn't. Okay, okay, was the war in Iraq wrong? Ask the people who are voting democratically in Iraq if it was wrong, who no longer have to worry about mustard gas from Saddam Hussein. Was it done wrong? Probably. Because, you know, people in Congress, again, the progressive caucuses were there, Nancy Pelosi and Harry Reid were there, and they, they, they would not understand what was going on with the war on terror. Just like this president doesn't have a war on terror anymore. They're all man-made disasters. We made them. So now there needs to be social justice. We caused the towers to get attacked. We caused the hole in the USS Cole. We caused the barracks in Beirut to be attacked and all those Marines to die. So now there needs to be social justice, you see. Um, they don't look at history, and they are spinning history and rewriting it anyway. So the people have forgotten that George Soros and Congress, Barney Frank, one of those socialists who wanted this to happen, were behind Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, they knew what was going on with the housing industry. They lied about it to Bill O'Reilly and others on the air and said, no, no, this is a good investment, everything's fine. Until it looked like John McCain's numbers were coming up in the polls. And all of a sudden there was a big collapse. And poor old George Bush, who never had a clue about the economy and concentrated his whole presidency on keeping the country safe, went along with what Congress told him to do and said, we need to bail out the banks and save the country. You notice Barack Obama never even went back to Washington until he was forced to. And he used that. He said, oh, I could do more than two things at once, and so can he, and blah, blah, blah. Because he knew exactly what was going on. Did he look flustered? Did he look scared? Did he look like this could be a problem? No. He knew from the beginning what was going to happen. And he knew because if you look at the Center for American Progress's agenda and the Tides Foundation agenda, and many of the other leftist organizations' agendas, they say before his election, this was months before his election, that what he has to do as soon as he gets in office is provide a stimulus bill immediately of at least $70 billion, um, $700 billion. And that's exactly what he did. So you people who think that everything was happening under George Bush and that's why you hated him and that's why you voted for this man and that's why you still support him, Get educated. This is what John Voigt is telling you. These are uneducated people on the left. Don't listen to them. They listen to MSNBC. You know, they listen to, to uh, Matthews, who gets to tingle up his leg and used to work for Congress and wants to be a congressman and hasn't got a clue and says that Saul Alinsky was his hero. Read Saul Alinsky's Rules for Radicals. And you'll see that what the administration in the White House is doing is exactly what Saul Alinsky has told him to do although he's dead, but under uh, William Myers and, Bill and, and uh, George Soros, this is what you have to do. The little puppets in Washington are doing exactly what they have to do. So what do we have to do as patriots who love our country? I got defriended last, last week because a friend of mine said, oh, and anybody who disagrees with you is not a patriot. If you disagree with the Constitution, not with me, 
If you say the Constitution sucks and needs to be rewritten and we need to rewrite our history books and, and indoctrinate our children, which is happening in your schools, and if you're not paying attention, go to your schools and you'll find out that Muslims discovered America, that God had nothing to do with it, that our patriot fathers never existed because they're no longer in there in the textbooks. This is from kindergarten to sixth grade for sure, and junior high it gets even worse. So if you're not doing that, that's one of the reasons your kids don't know what's going on. That's one of the reasons that Newt Gingrich said at the Southern Republican Leadership Conference in New Orleans this last weekend, go home and talk to your kids because they have not a clue. If they're in college, they really have no clue. Look at what happened to Barack Obama as Barry Satoro when he was in college. He hung out with the radicals. He chose them. He chose the Marxists. He chose the Marxist feminists. He chose to hang out with those people. This is a little boy whose daddy left him. And, uh, and he's been trying to please daddy ever since. If you read his father's papers, which you can, if you go to Loudon's website, um, uh, the New Finland website, I can't remember what it is, but anyway, if you go to the one I told you before, you'll find it. Uh, he's been doing this research on Barack Obama for years, and you can find Barack Obama Sr.'s paper on how to destroy capitalism for social justice. So maybe little Barack says, okay, Daddy, I'm going to do this for you. I hope somewhere, wherever you are up in Muslim heaven, that you love me now and you won't leave me again. I'll prove to everybody that I can do what you wanted to do. So get a clue, people. Listen to John Voigt's letter. Go to the tea parties. Don't act like it's a party. This is no party. This is no party. This is serious business. Get the list off Loudon's website to see who, are, who is in the Progressive Caucus and stay on top of who's running for office and rerunning for office because they will lie to you just like John says watch who's standing next to you well watch who's running for office because they will put people up there who say they're Republicans or conservatives or independents who are left-wing radicals just like Obama is and that's their tactic that's the Saul Alinsky way of doing things pay attention we need to pay attention and we need to take this seriously we need to work together as Americans to defeat the the coup that has been systematically imposed by the United States of America, the greatest country in the world. Go to earthwalk-usa.com. Please share this podcast with as many people as you can. Share the information from Earthwalk. Share the information from Podomatic. Share the information from my Facebook account. Um, you can find it under, I think it's my full name, which is Raina Ganji or Raina G. And, um, and get it out there. Get the word out there. And don't be lazy. If you're lazy this time... You know, November comes very quickly. You can't think about it in November and say, well, we'll go to the polls and change it because the elections might not happen. So you need to make these people quit now. You need to go en masse and make them so nervous about them being exposed that they will quit, just like stupid Stupak did. Go after them. Don't wait for November. It'll be too late. This is Rainy G. Thanks for listening. <laughs>